Welcome back to The Ron Show for Hump Day, Wednesday, December 21st, 2022. I'm your host, Ron Roberts on the America One Radio app on AmericaOneRadio.com. If you're doing that last-minute holiday shopping thing and you're getting all frustrated that you're in line and uh, the hustle and the bustle, I love this uh, tweet from Jared Yates Sexton. He says, good day to remember while you're shopping and frustrated with lines and crowds that the workers are too and that you're all in this together. A little bit of empathy and a little bit of solidarity go a long way. Or you could just be a lot more succinct as I would and say, don't be a prick. Don't be a jerk. These folks are making, well, not good money. <laughs> Nobody in retail is making fantastic money to put up with your crap. So just don't give them any. And now let's go to the voter fraud scoreboard. If you're not keeping count, I am. Let's start, first of all, remember the Herschel Walker story. He and his wife, uh, his wife owning a home here in Georgia. Have we seen Herschel in the state of Georgia since the runoff, by the way? Do we have eyes on that? Uh, anyway, Herschel and his wife uh, were living, air quotes, living in her uh, property. She owned a rental property here in Georgia for, I believe, for more than a decade uh, and uh, suddenly didn't have tenants just in time for him to announce that he's running for U.S. Senate for the state of Georgia. And they have, air quotes, lived there ever since. However, he kept taking the homestead exemption on the house that he owned in Texas. And you only get to take that exemption if you live in the home. So, and, and let's not forget that you know, Ms. Walker, by the way, had been voting in Georgia elections long before they actually moved here. And how she got off uh, of that, I'll never understand. So we're going we're gonna to count that as at least one. If we were grading this like we would Saks in the NFL, that would be one and a half. But we'll just, we'll just round it down. That's uh, one uh, potential voter fraud scenario there. Herschel not living in the state he's running for Senate for. And of course, you know he voted. Uh, we've got the talk show host. Uh, and the House candidate who was accused of illegal voting, Brian K. Pritchard, uh, just a few weeks ago. Uh, let's see. I want to. I want to try and recall his situation if I can. Uh, how it exactly played out. Uh, hang on. I'm going to pull that article up so that we can all recall together what Brian K. Pritchard is allegedly guilty of doing. Uh, he, of course, the Northern talk show host. Oh, that's right. Um, he voted illegally nine times while serving a felony sentence in a $30,000 forgery and theft case. Uh, his attorney, of course, claims, oh, we didn't know. It's not usually a good defense. And then, voila, headline, U.S. Rep. Ferguson voted in Georgia County where he no longer lives. Records show this story from Tia Mitchell and Mark Neese at the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Drew Ferguson, a Republican from West Georgia who has raised concerns in the past about election fraud, voted three times this year in Troop County. But Ferguson no longer lives at the address where he's registered to vote after he sold his house in April and moved in with his wife two counties away. The article goes on to state this fact. It's illegal in Georgia for voters to cast a ballot in a county where they don't have a residence. The article continues, Ferguson's congressional website says that he lives with his wife in The Rock, 63 miles away from his former home in West Point. Voter registration records show that he never changed his address to his new home in Pike County, not true, Pike County, as required under state law before voting. This stinging quote, Donald Sherman, who serves as senior vice president and chief counsel for the watchdog group Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington, 
said the news of Ferguson's voting discrepancy fits a troubling pattern from the congressman. It's quite frankly unsurprising that given his hostility to reform following the 2020 election and the insurrection that he is now undermining the electoral process in his personal capacity in his own way, in addition to his official capacity, said David Sherman. So if you're keeping score at home, that is at least now three Georgia Republicans, two of whom are in office, one who sought a very high office, who can't seem to embrace election credibility while professing to seek it from others. Speaking of naked hypocrisy, uh, the GOP is now pearl-clutching like son of a guns because Donald Trump's taxes are coming out, and it, it doesn't look like he's a very good businessman. It doesn't look like he's very successful. I mean, when you're in the red for so many years, except for like immediately after he was sworn into office, how'd that happen? Uh, <laughs> it doesn't look like he's been very successful at too many things except uh, selling trading cards to rubes, digital trading cards, uh, non-fungible tokens, I should say, of him uh, with chiseled physiques in cowboy attire and astronauts uh, garb and, uh, oh yeah, the superhero too. I forgot about the superhero. Whew. Uh, anyway, now Republicans are lashing out. Uh, this one guy, in fact, was, was tweeting at me and said, well, let's see Joe Biden's tax returns. I'm like, uh, now you want presidential candidates and presidents to release their taxes. Interesting development. Welcome to the club. Nancy Pelosi would like to pass legislation that requires all major presidential candidates release their taxes before becoming nominees. Hmm. That could be interesting. And then... Listen to this. Kevin Brady, congressman from Texas. Going forward, the majority chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee mm -hmm. and the Senate Finance Committee mm -hmm. will have nearly unlimited power to target and make public the tax returns of private citizens. And not just private citizens, political enemies, business and labor leaders, or even the returns of Supreme Court justices themselves. <gasps> no party in Congress should have that power. Wait, why? No individuals in Congress should have that power. Why not? It's a power to embarrass, to harass, or destroy um, Americans through disclosure of their tax returns. Um, I'm sorry. Count me among the citizens who would like to know where our Supreme Court justices are getting additional f income. Seriously, they should be vetted as much, if not more than, presidential candidates. They're lifetime appointments, after all. I mean, how can you vet someone if you're not able to see their finances and who they owe money to or are getting money from? And yes, that information should be made completely public. If you're not willing to be transparent, you've got no business serving in any capacity in public office. And Madam Speaker, Ms. Nancy, maybe before this lame duck session's over, can we get this passed? I mean, who would be against this? Seriously. Who would be against this? And let's see their taxes, because I want to know why. <laughs> All right, Donnie Edwards from Hunger Has No Religion, hhnr.org, joins us next segment. We've got a record cold snap coming, and while his organization doesn't house the homeless, he does provide some critical needs for them. Let's discuss with him what those needs are and how we can help Hunger Has No Religion accomplish their goals. We've got that for you next segment. On The Ron Show, here on the America One Radio app and at AmericaOneRadio.com. Follow us at Twitter, Ron Show ATL. We'd love to have you. 